All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. And a very good time of the day to you joining us now today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. It always feels beautiful. It always feels great to have you around, to know that you are listening. Welcome to the show. This is The Void Show, and we are on Active FM. As all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. My name is Andrew, and I am your show host. I'm really excited, and I'm really looking forward to what we're going to be discussing today. I'm hoping you are as much as I am. I really hope you had a great week and you were just looking forward to see what we're having in studio today, right? To see what we're going to be discussing uh, for you today. To see what you're going to be learning after the show today. And if this is your first time, welcome to the family. Welcome to the Void Show. Uh, This is a Void Show, right? I repeat, it's a family of great people who are willing to learn new things every week, every day. It's the only show that really allows you... To make your way through the deep space. You surely have seen what we're discussing today. The dawn of the astronomical knowledge. Ooh. Now, in a world where you don't have to think for what you will know. Okay? In a world where you don't have to think about what you want to know. I mean, literally, in these modern times, if you want to know something... Within a blink of an eye, with a few clicks on your phone, you know it. Hey, so you don't really have to think about what you would know first, right? Maybe you might even think about it for a moment after you've known about it. Hey, which is okay, right? It's okay. But the point is, we live in a world where we don't really think about things we want to know. It even goes to a point where the only thinking that you actually do is the one of taking out your phone, right? And you are like, okay, I just want to search it on Google or something. That's really the only thinking that you well, we do most of the time, okay? So, so we live in a world where there are people who are sort of placed in the pinnacle of thinking. They do the thinking, and after they've done their thinking, they just want to... You know, write it out down and just plug it in on the internet. And the rest of the world, if they want to know anything, they just have to go to the Google. They just have to go to the search engines and, you know, search that. And, and they, they they know it. Hey, so we've got people who do the thinking for us, for what we want to know. And if you just want to know it, you go there. I don't know what you're thinking, um, but today what we're going to be doing is go back all the way back in time. Right, we're gonna take this adventurous journey to go all the way back in time to the early centuries, and we're going to see how these people lived their lives. That's what we're gonna see, and you know, we cannot deny that in those ages, thinking for them was indispensable, they had to think. To make their lives easy, right? 
to 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 better their lives right they they had to think about things they had to think on oh how can i utilize this how can uh, i use these stones how can i use the stars how can i use water to make how can i use sand to to they thought for what they wanted to do right they they thought about what they wanted to do they thought about how they could make their lives better right and for me those are the real geniuses hey in the modern world if you can just think for yourself for a moment and, and discover something or really make a great thinking i mean you are considered a genius in the modern world hey if you can just think perhaps that's even one of the greatest achievements one could ever do in their lifetime right <laughs> so this is what we're going to do we're going to go all the way back to really you know have a guide in in their minds how did they really think and we obviously going to be speaking a lot about uh what their thinking produced right uh which is the evidence of their thinking right what you can see what they did right so so we're going to be speaking about that and you definitely want to be here we're going to be having a great show and i don't know who knows um maybe you might just find a secret to being a genius <laughs> What is up? Hello. This is the movie show. Ah, and your favorite RRSPS. Yes, your favorite online radio station podcasting service. That was in brackets. <laughs> Active FM. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The gentleman, <laughs> the one and only, yeah, the one and only, <laughs> yes. So he always talks about the lady moon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Active FM radio has never been better. the dawn of the astronomical knowledge now here's the thing you see astronomy is one of the oldest science to ever exist okay all right it's one of the oldest science to ever exist in the world it could even be in the universe right i guess that would make much more sense because it is the study of the universe so why not right <laughs> yeah. but but you know um 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 it 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 could even be the very first science to ever exist in the universe hey eh? because i mean way back astronomy was just simple it was just to gaze the sky right predict when stars would rise so way back then it was a simple astronomy and you know i'd want to believe that it began when the very first people looked up in the night sky or even the day sky and they started to ask deep questions about the mysteries of the universe they started to feed their curiosity they started to be driven by their curiosity 
You know, their questions were driven by wonder. Their questions were driven by, by, by what they saw. And as time went by, as they found answers to those questions, that's simply how astronomy began. Hey, that's simply how it is. And it's just amazing to even start to, to see on how this simple astronomy intertwined itself with the daily activities of our ancient people. Hey, like they depended on it to, to, to know the times. They depended on it to, to, to know the calendar. They depended on it to know the seasons. And, and we're going to be speaking about that. But it, it's just incredible because all this came from how they thought, came from what they thought, you know, came from what, 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 they, what they did, right? There are so many monuments. And, and obviously this way back was just simple astronomy, okay? Obviously now when we're speaking about astronomy, it could even, I mean, it's obviously much more complicated than it was in the past, right? Now, there's this uh, complicated equations, mathematics and stuff that sort of seem to be describing the universe. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's computers there, programming, a lot of programming, um, uh, 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 astrophysics, you know, um, uh, uh, well, you name them, cosmology, you know, no physics. It's much more complicated than it was in the past, right? And obviously, that's because of... Uh, uh, a change that has been happening. We really embrace change. Okay, we love change. That's why. That's why that's the case. But um, you know, way back in time, simple astronomy was very key to how people back in time lived. And there are so many monuments for this, right? Built monuments for this. Uh, one popular example of this. Well, there are actually a lot. I mean, like about fifty of them that are known to be monuments of, 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 of that were built by, you know, the native people back in time. Some of them are really considered to be uh, sort of astronomical monuments, right? And of course, you would know one popular one. It's, it's the Stonehenge in England, right? The Stonehenge in England. And, and uh, do you know the Stonehenge? Have you seen the Stonehenge? Better check it out. Just just go tap it out on Google, and and you would know it, right? <laughs> I'm just teasing, but but you, you should really check out the Stonehenge. You know, um um, it's it's really big. It's very very big. Um, I've read somewhere that um each stone is approximately 25 tons, or you know about 23 metric tons, and and that's pretty huge. I mean, each stone about that size. You know, one ton would be. One ton is, is, is roughly 900 kilograms. So 25 tons, that would be about, uh, I don't know, 24,000 or 23,000 kilograms. Just one stone. Imagine how that big is, you know, imagine how big that is. And of course, it was built way back in time. Eh? Now, the thing, the thing is nobody knows who built the Stonehenge. Eh? Nobody knows who built the Stonehenge and nobody knows why it was built. I've heard a lot of people saying it it, it, it it was built for astronomical calendar, you know, when would the sun would rise and uh, when the sun would set. And, and that's because, well, actually, when they start to sort of analyze the Stonehenge for the past few years, they see that certain pairs of stones, you know, certain pairs of stones, depending on where you're standing and stuff like that, in, in, in the Stonehenge, of course, we're speaking about it, they actually align with some points on the horizon where the sun would rise and where the sun would set, right? But obviously, that's not every day. It's on special dates, hey? It's on special dates. And so that's why they say 
Maybe it was built for astronomical calendar, right? And so those are some of the evidence that, you know, astronomy has been a vital and important key in, 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 in what our ancestors or our, our early people did. And, you know, everybody in the world contributed to this, right? It's, it's not good or it's not even fair to say uh, people in the West or people in the East did this. Everybody in the world uh, really contributed to the astronomy that we know today. There's African astronomy. Where do you search uh, about the history of African astronomy, what really happened and, and, and stuff like that? There's really great things that they did that contributed to, to how we know the universe today. And we're going to be speaking about African astronomy in, in, in the future. Really, really interesting. You know, a simple astronomy played important role uh, in the past um, because... We, we look at what they did and you start to see that some ancient people used the motion of, of, of stars, the motion of planets across, across the heavens for religious purposes, you know, for, for cultural purposes, for traditional uh, purposes. And some of them even used the motion of uh, stars for uh, growing seasons, and I love what Egyptians did. Right, we're going to be speaking about what they did. So, 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 so it was important for 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 these people to know the times. Uh, for example, right, sort of jumping everywhere. But for for, for example, uh, uh, the you know the the, the, Nile, the Nile River, right? It's it's known to be like um, probably the second or the first longest river in the world. You find it uh, there in Egypt, okay? Um, um, it was very important for old Egyptians to actually know the the, the sort of the, the, the pre-dawn rising times of certain bright stars, okay? And what we mean by that? We mean it was important for them to know the times that certain stars rise before sunset, okay? Certain bright stars, right? It was important for them to know that. If you have given yourself enough time to actually observe the, the, the universe or to actually observe the motion of stars, you know, um, um, it doesn't really matter when you observe them, but if you've given yourself enough time to, to observe how stars move along the sky, you would see that we don't see same stars throughout the year in the sky. I don't know if you've, you've noticed that, but we don't see the same stars, right? If, if you're going to go outside tonight and you look in a certain area, um, you look those stars, um, six months later, you're not going to see those stars there. Try that. That's a challenge for you today. Try that. Go out today, tonight, look at a certain region of the sky, Right, and note down the kind of stars that you see. You can even take a picture or something. Note them down. There's so many applications for tracking down the sky, right? Um, note down the kind of patterns of stars that you see. Come back three months later, come back six months later. You're not gonna see them there. They could even be on the other side, right? They could even be on the other side. So it's like this stars that we see uh this month during the night are actually gonna be the stars that are uh, 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 on the day side of Earth uh, six months later when it's your night time, right? Probably doesn't make sense. But, but, but yeah, that's because Earth is, is, is a sphere and it's revolving around the sun. So six months later, it's on the opposite side, right? So we see different stars, okay? S six months later, you see different stars than when you did 
on the first month, right? Obviously, one year later, you are back at the same point. So you see same stars. But six months later, it's different kind of stars that you see in the night sky, right? When you one 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 year later, it's the same stars again. You get that? That's pretty much how it works. So it was very important for these Egyptian guys back in time to note down the times, the pre-dawn times of of you know the pre-dawn. Uh, rising times of certain stars, certain bright stars. In other words, they noted them down. Do you know why? That's because those stars, they helped them in predicting when the Nile River was going to, to, to be flooding. And if it meant that the Nile River was going to be flooding, that meant for them, then we probably have to fertilize our land, our crops, Get it ready because the rain is coming. Eh? That's, that, that's how it helped them. They discovered that uh, because you would know before the sun, I mean, everything is moving in the heavens, right? So even before the sun rises, there are stars that are still rising, okay, in the horizon. There are stars that are still rising. So they used the star, one of the brightest stars in, 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 in our observable universe, which is Sirius. They used that star. Uh, 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 and 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 they, they they dotted the times when it first appears in the early morning sky, right? Um, um, it's usually called the helical rising. Um, they dotted down the times of of that, and they knew that when Sirius is gonna be rising in the early morning, uh, sky, then flooding is coming. Okay, flooding is 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 coming, right? And obviously. Uh, that's going to happen annually and it, it, it helped them sort of fertilize their land get them ready for the rain and stuff like that and it even helped them to accurately predict the length of the air to, to, to 365 days right to accurately do that because they knew when when they would see the, the, the bright star rising before the sun it only happens once a year right they, they would dot the times right they would know the times and 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 using that uh, because it kept repeating, you know, per periodically every year. Then from there they counted and they predicted the 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 the, the length of of the year, which is three hundred and sixty five days. So so that was pretty ingenuine. Hey, that was pretty ingenuine. So I think we need a song now, and I hope you you've been enjoying the show. Um um, let's play. Uh uh, uh show me how to love. And right after this, we'll be speaking more about the dawn of knowledge. Enjoy. Your knowledge has no bounds. It's you my hope is found in. My foundation is sound.
Show me how to love playing on a radio station. It is Active FM. Thank you so much for still being here. If you are still here, it means you are loving what we're speaking about. It means you are learning a lot more about how the early sky watchers, uh, probably the very first person to be on earth, right? Or the sky watcher. So, uh, I'm sure you, you did really see um, um, or hear or learn a lot about how they really used, um, um, you know, the, the sky, the stars, to sort of predict rainfall patterns, you know, to sort of predict the seasons, um, um, the times, how many days does a year have. That's pretty genuine. Okay? Really, really, really cool stuff. That's why I'm saying those people are my my geniuses, you know. I want to be like them. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it was really important for them to to know, um, you know, days like that. Um your 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 solstices, your equinoxes, you know your solstices you would be the, the the first days of summer and winter, and your equinoxes would actually be the first day of um, um, uh, spring and fall, right? So so it was really important for them to do that because they could then predict um, some of the uh, the phenomena or the rainfall patterns and and stuff like that. So that's what we spoke about. This is the Void Show on Active FM. As all of us keep saying, radio has never been better. Now, you know, um, I don't know if you've heard about Babylonians. Have you heard about ba 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 Babylonians? Babylonians, right? <laughs> Have you heard about Babylonians and, and, and the Mayans? I've read quite a huge history about them, about some of the things they did. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I mean, we, we I, I did see that they were pretty... Uh, mathematically advanced people, right? Because uh, they they actually plotted the positions of of the planet. You know, you know the planet Venus, right? It's actually one of the brightest planets, right? When you actually see them across the sky, um, you find that the Babylonians and your Mayans they actually got to, and and this is way back, man. I mean, this is like way back. You know, they thought about these things using mathematics that existed in those times. You know, probably, like, not complicated as it is now. You know, so, 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 but, but they could do this. Okay? It's, it's the same as people who went to, to the moon. The Apollo 11 mission, hey? And, I mean, we've heard said news um, um, a few days ago about the passing of Michael you know, um, the the astronaut who actually went to the moon with your Neil Armstrong and your your Buzz Aldrin, right? Um, he he passed away a few days ago, and really the Void Show does share the deep condolences. If you go on a page, you'd see him. Um, um, I've seen some, you know, yeah. I mean, of course he he passed away, so really deep condolences for that. Um, um, it's pretty much like that. You know, when they went to the moon, um, they didn't even have much technology as we have now. You know, I mean, the one that you have in, 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 in your computer, the building material, they didn't have that. And, and, but they went to the moon. Okay. It's pretty, pretty genius. So, so, so the, 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 the Mayans and your Babylonians, they, they were able to actually plot the, the position of the planet Venus, right? In different times. And they could even predict the solar and lunar eclipses. Hey, <laughs> they could even predict that. And you know, um, um, there's there's a very great and a funny story that I'm not going to share with you now, but I'm going to share with you, uh, hopefully next week about how you know these early people. So those who were sort of scientifically literate, they could, you know, when when the solar eclipse is going to happen, I mean, the sun is going to sort of get dark and stuff like that. The moon is going to be red. 
So, so there were people in the past who used these. I mean, those who knew what was happening, there were those that used it to actually scare the, 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 the other people or to scare their community. And they were like, hey, my God is going to be angry and, and, you know, they're going to make the moon red because they knew, right? They had predicted this stuff. And, and I mean, if, if you don't, the, if you don't do, give me this, if you don't do that for me, the moon is going to get red and that's my God that's going to be angry. You know, I mean, if you don't do this to me, the sun is going to turn dark and, and that's my God, you know, they're angry because they don't do this for me. And I mean, I mean, a few days later, the people of the village, they see the sun getting dark and they get frightened and they're like, oh, take everything, take everything. So you see, <laughs> not, not all this knowledge was sort of used to make the lives of others better, but sometimes it was, uh, um, what do you call it? Exploitation. Is that the word? Yeah. To, you know, to frighten other people. Uh, you know, with your knowledge and, and actually, um, uh, what gain and, and they lose, right? That, 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 that was it. Right. So, so the point that we're getting is that, uh, um, you, your Mayans and your Babylonians, um, 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 who actually, and, and some of them, they lived in Mexico. You actually see that they lived in Mexico, uh, uh, uh peninsula, right? So you check some, many of their buildings, they were actually aligned with many features, I mean, I mean, I mean, there, there are buildings and, and cities. A lot of them are aligned with uh, some of the astronomical phenomena that 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 would happen. So what we really do get is that uh, even the Mayans, hey, they, they they were extremely sophisticated people in in sort of predicting the eclipses and and the positions of uh, Venus and 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 stuff. So so that's pretty much it for today. And I really hope you learned a lot of stuff. Right about how the early people lived. There's a lot that goes behind this. I mean, there's a there's way more story to tell. Um, I believe we could you know speak the whole day, but that's pretty much it for today. And and next week we're gonna be speaking about something that's more interesting as well. I uh, remember we still want to learn more about Einstein, and 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 I mean we we're really waiting for that. So right after this, one last important thing, and uh, that's it. Right here on Active FM, we bring him to you. Okay, bedtime. Uh-huh. Reactive. on reactive but most of y'all know me as a guitar player because that is all they let me do on reactive reactive is more than just a band we are a movement of young people that are causing revival bringing young people to jesus redefining what people see as cool because we are cool kids in christ and we are dominating taking over the airwaves and giving you guys the best music you need to check it out because you wouldn't even believe me even if i told and apparently we have just reached the end of the void show thank you so much for having listened to us and i really hope you did really enjoy the show um we were speaking about the early sky watchers uh, we're speaking about the dawn of the astronomical knowledge, how that it really intertwined itself with uh, 
um, the daily lifestyle of our ancient people, right? And we did really see that it was very useful and it still is useful in the modern world, right? So I really hope that you enjoyed the show. Do share with us your thoughts. Please do share out the show and all the love from Active FM. Um, see you next time. Um, same week. Not same week. What are you saying? See you next week. Bye. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM. Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.